Good morning, John. Good morning, Sean. Today we're going to pump some crypto. <laughs> Is that what they say? They definitely use the word pump. pump yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah there's usually more of a specific coin. Right. But, uh, yeah, so we have a kind of a, an interesting, uh, and don't worry, this is not an actual pumping episode, but an interesting story that's connected to uh, cryptocurrency and more specifically to the decentralized idea. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll go ahead and clarify that in no way are we you know, making claims about the, <laughs> the, the virtue of the currency. Right, this, this is not financial uh, advice. <laughs> right, we have to do all that. Uh, we just have to, but, but since so many of the ideas were like prompted by uh, discussing this, and I'll tell you uh, some stories about um, how, I've, uh, how I've used some of that in, in the classroom. Yeah. Uh, we just, yeah, we gotta, we gotta recognize that that's where, that's where the uh, inspiration's coming right. from today. Yeah. So. so we're going to make a connection uh, between cryptocurrency and education. And Sean, one thing that, that occurs to me is if if I had listened to our conversation that we're about to have, this is going to become my, like time bending. But if, if yeah. I had listened to this two weeks ago, I probably would understand very little of it unless we, unless you <laughs> give a kind of introductory, you know, brief about cryptocurrency. I don't know if it's possible, but to quickly kind of um, explain, because I'm sure everyone's heard the term cryptocurrency and everyone's heard of Bitcoin and maybe some others or whatever, right. but what exactly? Right. And if you're in the future, it's either the thing that you should have gotten into or it's the thing that everyone's <laughs> embarrassed that they got right. into. Right, and you're glad you didn't get sucked into. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it'll be easiest if I... Uh, just point out some principles of it sure. as as linked with my uh, using it at, um, in the classroom. Okay, sure. Uh, so, uh, one of the th- one of the classes I teach is economics, like high school economics. Mm-hmm. It's a one semester course. Uh, it's not. Uh, it, it basically, uh, I've approached it in terms of just trying to improve upon what I remembered from my high school economics course, Mm -hmm. which was supply, demand, and stock market game. That's all I could remember (laughs) from my experience. And so I was just trying to come up with ideas to to do something more. And uh, a good friend of mine that's like really uh, understands the cryptocurrency and everything. And and I was talking about gamifying the, the economics class. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, it'd be fun if we just sort of like had a currency that had like rules and uh, and we could sort of like approach it from that um, from that standpoint. Because, you know, a lot of times when you gamify things in a classroom, the teacher has this godlike power (laughs) that makes it just like, you know, it's not really a game. It's what the teacher wants. Yeah. and so I thought, you know, let's let's take this seriously, and let's let's try to uh, introduce something that the students will, you know, they'll be able to sort of play the game, and also, but I'm also bound by the rules of the game. And so, uh, with the help of of my friend, we, and actually with the help of a, a colleague and the advice of my brother, <laughs> we we developed a, a ledger for recording transactions. Uh-huh. Uh, and every so often that ledger gets a, 
a cryptographic seal upon it so that nothing can be tampered with okay. uh, in the history. Is that helpful? And that's the blockchain that's referred to as the that's blockchain. That's the blockchain. Okay. Yeah. 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 So is that yeah, what makes every, crypto crypto? Th- like what's so... Um... Yeah. So <laughs> crypto, it turns out to be like pretty simple crypto. It'd be hard to tamper with anything, but the... I mean, it's simple. It's it's you know, it's simple for computers, right? Yeah. It's, uh, uh, but in terms of uh, of putting a um, putting all the transactions through processes that you know result in a uh, I call it a seal, so that you can always tell if that seal is broken. Yeah. Um, if, you know, if something were to change in the ledger, then that seal would be broken, and you would uh, you would know. You know someone's been tampering, right? Right, with the ledger. Right. Okay. And this is important for yeah. So we're gonna get in the weeds. I don't want to get in the weeds. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. The students get a sense of they they feel like well, it's not just feel they they they're getting a sense of the technology that's behind cryptocurrency if there's anything to it, which I promise them I have no idea if there's a future to it. But uh, but it also gives us rules for the for the game. Uh, the games we might want to play in economics, and yeah. um, and they've been having a, a fun time with it. So, okay, so I, yeah, yeah, and I think it's you know I was really excited to you know when you explained to me what you were doing and and uh, something that I think would be great uh, to implement you know in in my classroom as well, like in the future. So what you did and what cryptocurrency does is it makes up a, a currency, right? It creates uh, one. Um, it says like this is the the coin, for example, this is the unit of value, right? What's, right. Um, you know, like Bitcoin or, or whatever, right? right? And uh, now it's something that people are supposed to do transactions with, right? Like they could buy them from one another, or they could use the, they could I could send you some of those coins or give you some of those coins to buy something from you, right? Um, yes. So so far, it just sounds like like regular money, right? Except that now here's where like I had the trouble is I don't even really understand regular money, (laughs) you know, much (laughs) less crypto money. Right. Okay. So, but like apparently, you know, the regular money, the value that it has is is based on you know like a promise from the government, like in our you know in our uh, current uh, societies and nations, and 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 it's like sort of the. The ledger, like you, what you're referring to, like the the record of who has how much, you know, and when it when does it when it changes hands from one person to another, and that that exchange of it, which these days is is not usually done with with cash, right? Because it's easy if I have right. ten dollars and I give them to you, no one has to be you know somewhere else sort of keeping track of that. Because if we want to know who right. has that ten dollars, we just go see who has it in their possession, right? But right. because like you know mostly the transactions we do are um, you know, electronic or digital, um, the the bank, <laughs> right? Let's say, uh, keeps track of these things by keep you know having a, an account or a record of how much we have in in our in our bank accounts or or in, in whatever type of account, right? Right. Yeah. And then so that's what the centralized part of it is, is that when we want to know, like if we want to check uh, who has what, we go to the bank. To find out, right? And what the bank says is what is what the reality is, right? It doesn't matter right. if I have 
my own uh, record that says, no, I have a million dollars, the bank's wrong. But the bank says, I only have, you know, $20, <laughs> then it's the bank is the one who, who's right. But cryptocurrency, somehow it decentralizes this by uh, uh, distributing... Providing the ledger. Yeah, yeah. providing... Providing the ledger and, and append access to a ledger to anyone. Append access means like being able to add a transaction right. to, to the ledger. Right. ledger. And, and it distributes it by using like you know many computers let's like a network of of computers yeah. and basically right. anyone could could uh join in that activity right if you have the right. the technology uh to do it and so it 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 distributes this job so that and that's why you were saying anyone can access it because it's like a public ledger in that in that sense right um yeah. that no one person or no one computer or no one entity has uh, control over it, like like the verifying of it, the recording of it, and everything is is this decentralized, distributed activity, right? Right. And that's what's referred to as the blockchain. Is the blockchain the 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 ledger itself, right? Like the resulting record of transactions. Uh, the resulting record of transactions, as they are, as the data is again sealed <laughs> against tampering <laughs> right and then built upon the next set of records okay. that's the chain that's the part. chain okay and then the block yeah. is like each each segment each, of it that gets yeah. sealed it, right okay right and uh so this is kind of a you know like uh people are excited about this uh because they can they consider it to be like a game changer like really revolutionizing the rules of how people interact with one another um, financially and how, uh, you know, value things and things <laughs> move around and, you know, move from one person to another. Is that correct? Like, can you add anything more, I like, think so, philosophically yeah. I, I, to I, why I, this is, like, you're doing, different? You're doing a great okay. job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so... Um, you were explaining all of this to me. So, like, you you did this project in your class, and, and you were excited about it, and you were you were doing all this research, and then it, uh, you mentioned it to me, and and I had a lot of questions, and I had no idea what you were talking about, and um, so we had these discussions about it, and it got me thinking that you know, like, the idea of decentralizing is really appealing to me. Um, and right, just the just the idea of it is is what captures right, right. Me. If things something yeah. you know yeah. things um, that are normally under centralized control uh, being spread out uh, yeah, and, and decentralized, and um, not in every case until you know unless I get accused of <laughs> some ideologies that I don't hold you know or whatever. But but I think like in in, in cases where that's possible. Another way of looking at it is democratization of things, right? Right. Like distribution of the power because that control over, um, you know, money and the transactions and, and those kinds of things is a concentration of power. So this is a sort of distribution or decentralization of, of power. Uh, right. Um, and uh, so that was appealing to me. And I, I had this, you know, an idea of how cryptocurrency or like the idea of the blockchain and this um, – the system of verification and maintaining the integrity of something being uh, 
an analogy for how education could be done. Because in education, too, we have a sort of centralized system of verifying whether someone learned something or not, or gain, you know, achieve, uh, acquired an education or not, right? Like, I right. can't just say, yeah, I learned something um, as, a, as a, let's say, a student in high school, for example. Um, and even my classmate can't say that, <laughs> you know, or even if all right. my classmates all agree, you know, they say, right, yeah. yes, he learned a lot, you know, he learned more than any of us. Um, that doesn't really count for anything, <laughs> you know, in the in the system, the societal system of education. Even uh, to our to you know um, my consternation, the the teacher can't even say that, right? Like like a student's teacher, if they say, yeah, you know, this this student of mine learned more than any other student I've ever seen, right? right. Benefited from yeah, my class. outside of very. Yeah, outside of very small windows where the teacher's voice is sure, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if, if we, yeah, if we zoom out to like you know the context yeah, that we typically you know consider matter, like getting into um, to co- to a particular college, for example, right, right, yeah, or even getting credit for for a class. No, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, that's. I mean, I think your point is is like generally. Uh, it doesn't matter outside of these very specific moments within a person's education. Right, right. Right. What other people might say about your learning. Right, yeah. And there's definitely no, no. Uh, well, I was say definitely maybe too harsh, too strong. But it's questionable whether or not the, you know, like at the individual level, there's any participation in that system, right? It's all this externally verified sort of you know and even you could see it as centralized in different ways like those um corporations that publish the standardized tests you know for example or the um uh the the systems of like admission and ver you know uh uh curriculums that that decide like what counts as a valid education and what doesn't right so all this standardization of it um all goes goes towards putting the power and control in uh, the hands of, you know, only a few people, right? right. And um, right. and those people who, the, the, that control is, is also um, uh, disconnected from the classroom, the actual place of learning, uh, which is another, you know, I guess in education in particular, another problem with it, with it being uh, centralized in that way. But at every level, we can see like the centralization of it to where the poor student who's at the the very bottom <laughs> right of this system um, uh, can often feel and does feel that they have no say in their education right they have no control over their education um, right and it really doesn't matter what they think uh, or you know how they assess or evaluate uh, what's going on so I got excited about this and I, I thought that we could talk about education from the point of view of decentralizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got excited about it, and you sent me a recording. Yeah, I sent you a message, <laughs> and my my response. And this is ha- right. This happens when you get into the weeds on anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's is is that you uh, you don't remember exactly how you got there. You, you've got these tools at your disposal, right. and you're trying to like find your way back uh maybe to 
<laughs> to show other people right. how to get there. Yeah, like the, the allegory of the <laughs> <Yeah>. cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is the, is the sunlight. Yes. Yeah, the form of the good. <laughs> yeah, and everyone else is just dealing with yeah. shadows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're not pumping crypto at all. <laughs> It's just God's currency. <laughs> right, That's yes. all. <laughs> Divine currency. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, so, uh, but no, and so I was like so in the weeds that you sent me this recording and I was like, I started to think, well, how could we, how could we put this on the blockchain? <laughs> right. Education. Like, it's <laughs> learning itself. Put it yeah. on the blockchain. Education yeah. on the blockchain. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I sort of got. <laughs> focused on that and I was asking you questions like I sent a recording back yeah. and, uh, and I was asking you questions well you know how are we going to do this like uh, you know if everyone's going to like add to the ledger of <laughs> right. like this person did this right. and then we <laughs> you know it's like uh, but but something about it but but uh, but I, <laughs> after my immediate like I guess like uh, response which I which was indicative of just where my mind was. Uh, I started to appreciate this is like, you know, potentially a huge idea. Yeah. Uh, um, in, in that, if you do, you know, decentralizing education uh, takes away so many obstacles. But can, can you explain, of, like, your the literal application of of like uh, cryptocurrency technology to education? A little bit. I mean, you, you're <laughs> like this vision. Am this I going to talk that... for five minutes and then you're going to rug no. me again? Is that? <laughs> yeah. You notice I'm I'm bringing that term in there just for you, just for today. Is, is that a cryptocurrency? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah, that's, okay. that, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what they say. Uh, no. And in fact, one of the things from uh, the, the, the episode where, uh, we examined the idea of the the more teachers work, the less students learn. Yeah. Uh, one of my immediate internal thoughts to that was like, oh, yeah, because I tend to like when after after John says something, it, it comes out of a lot of deliberation, and I tend to think like, oh, I better take this <laughs> like assertion seriously. And I'm like, I've been working for like six months trying to develop a fake <laughs> cryptocurrency <laughs> for the classroom. Yeah. And you gave me all sorts of excuses to why, you know, my <laughs> my situation might be different. But yeah, that was uh uh that's why I've gotten so into into the weeds on that and and, and also like uh, self-conscious about whether or not it's going to work. The kids are having a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I created a, a a heck of a game. Whether or not uh, in the end we can do any sort of like uh, uh, <laughs> anything helpful for economic thought is yet to be seen. I mean, I, so. I think there can't be any like doubt about that, really. Um, you see, you're just helping me out. Yeah, no, no, really. Like, <laughs> and I'm not just trying to, you know, pump pump your cryptocurrency. <laughs> pump my fake crypto. <laughs> your fake crypto. No, but really, like, but I think the problem is, is that... Like what you're doing, um, there's no guarantee that it, that the benefits of it will pay off on a uh, for, on an economics test. Right. That's the that's right. the problem, and that's part of the centralization yeah. of of learning. Right. Is because right. Yeah. it doesn't you know like in the end, however much actual learning happens, 
what decides whether learning happens or not is is that you know comes from that centralized agency, right? That that right. Um, develop designs a test with with certain things in mind, and you know if your students don't do well on that, then uh, you know the verdict would be that this was a <laughs> a waste of time, right? Um, right. It wasn't actually learning, right? It was, or it wasn't education. I guess you, you know, you could say it was some kind of learning, but it wasn't education because it, it hasn't been, it wasn't done in a way that that could be verified by, uh, you know, the, the central central bank, so to speak. Right. And right. and uh, at, at, yeah, the central office, central office, or yeah. or the yeah, or the college board, right? Or the IB or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then then yeah. like. Uh, yeah, at every level you could run into some people who who are ready to validate it like parents, let's say. Like some parents could could, you know, hear about that and be like that's a that's great. I'm so glad, you know, you gave my child the opportunity to learn that way and they got so much out of it. Uh but then there could be other parents who, you know, even though they might recognize that that their child had, you know, enjoyed economics class and you know, maybe uh, uh had a good experience, but how are they going to do on the test? Right. That's the that's the right. question. Um, right. So, yeah. No. I, and that's not the kind of work I was talking about, by the way, when I say like the harder the teacher works, the, the less students learn. Um, because you meant you meant from the motivation. Standpoint yeah. From the motivation. Like if you're ha- yeah. <clears throat> if you're having to sit up there and motivate students to do something in a given day. Right. Then which which turns yeah, into control. Yeah. Yeah. The other side of it is de- which we talked about, which is developing expertise. Um is is can never be right yeah <laughs> like, that should always be what yeah. a teacher's working for. and you know like i was just gonna say like motive i was just thinking just now like it's not just about motivating but i think what it is is it's motivating uh in out of a desire to to control and manage right yeah. you know no that that's that's a important right. re- yeah, because you were trying yeah. to develop a system that would inspire them, right? Like something that they would true, they would yeah. want to do and, and have fun with, and that is a, a type of wanting to motivate them. But you were you were using it not as a way to control them, but to to um, create you know something within which they can explore and discover and, and experience, right? Not you right. weren't trying to like manage their their learning in that way. You're actually doing the opposite. <laughs> I'm certainly <laughs> I'm certainly not trying to get them to ace. An AP yeah, test, or right? Yeah, exactly. So, no, I completely applaud you on that. And then it and it makes a lot of sense that you know the kind of level of detail that you would need to understand about cryptocurrency in order to to do that versus dream up you know just a way of like making a metaphor. <laughs> you know, it's a lot, yeah, a lot deeper well, level. Because yeah, so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> in fairness, like economic teachers have been doing you know this kind of game. Like, there's nothing new right. about this kind of game. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's new is is that it's got a little bit of lingo behind it, and it has, you know, I mean, any economic seizure could have, who who gamified their class could make rules about how currency comes into existence. But, uh, but this just, you know, this is just uh, a way of doing it with, you know, using the the, the, the zeitgeist. <laughs> right. <I guess. laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, but yeah, so. Uh, you had asked a while ago, uh, and it occurs to me that a principle or, or maybe a takeaway that someone gets from uh, unexamined education is John asserts a really thoughtful principle. Sean then violates that principle. John then qualifies his principle, and then they have the <laughs> then they have the answer to education. <laughs> nice, yeah. 
<laughs> John qualifies the uh, principal to to allow for what Sean did, right? To, for, for, yeah, for for to, to allow for whatever I'm doing. It's like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, maybe I appreciate. Maybe it. somebody could go back and listen to all our episodes, and you know, <laughs> see, see if there's see if a that's, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wonder. But yeah, you'd asked about yeah. uh, how do you. How do you do this, like with education? Right. What is your yeah your and, literal literal project of you know of, of uh, yeah? The, so the literal project was like really confused, but I, I did imagine sort of like every person would have like a ledger, right? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like uh, 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 transactions that that happened. Um, educational transactions right right you know learning occurred <laughs> <laughs> right uh, <laughs> it would be recorded on and, the on the blockchain right right and like we can forget about the blockchain part of it all the cryptography part of it just like just the idea of everyone has like a ledger that everyone else has access to uh, yeah about their education and their and their learning and and uh and so like you know my uh you know, my parents, right? <laughs> they, on, on my ledger, it, it might say like, oh, Sean's so smart with like technology. <laughs> I, he can just solve anything. Right. And uh, which is, this is not true, <laughs> right? But I can solve like audio video problems that they're having at home. And then they, <laughs> right. and they, they conclude with the, the appropriate generic and praising remark of parents. Right. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so so that's on my ledger, right? right. And and then, uh, oh, this, this is sounding self-important. My apologies, <laughs> but I'm just like I put myself in the middle of this. Yeah. So I'll keep going. Yeah, no problem. So then, uh, then uh, my colleague who helped me develop the 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 fake crypto for class says, ah, you know, Sean has uh, you know working knowledge of blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. Uh, and developed a, a spreadsheet to, you know, verify transactions or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so that's on my ledger, right? And so it's like what's on my ledger is stuff from just different people, mm -hmm. right? Right. And uh, um, and then like so anyone the ability... like would, anyone has the right to add uh, something to your ledger, right? Or... And I could break my ledger into like categories how I saw fit, you know, technological learning yeah. or. Uh, uh, or you know, humanities or literature or you know, philosophy. You know, it's up to me, right? Right. <laughs> it's up to me how I want other people to see me as categorizing my own mind, basically. Right. Um, so what's the what's then, the decentralized so, aspect of it? Well, the decentralized is that anyone contributes. Anyone can like attest to someone else's learning. Yeah. Um, and and so that your authority as a uh, uh, a person in a certain field. Right, it doesn't come from a, a central institution like a college. It comes from uh, a a statement by many people who have seen you do this, uh, this specific thing. You know, the it, it would have to be, you know, and, and it's not like you wouldn't be able to take classes. You could take a class, you know, at, at a college, and then then a professor can be like, oh, you know, we studied Shakespeare for uh, a semester, yeah, and. He, you know, you know, Sean showed competence, or whatever, or Sean did not show competence, <laughs> depending on how things go, right? And it, it's just like 
that would be so this is like i was sitting there thinking through this like and when you were like slow down there (laughs) (laughs) yeah when i when i got your recording back yeah your response recording to mine uh i think you immediately saw so many problems (laughs) and you're like that's not what i'm talking about (laughs) well i mean i i I was a little frightened at the dystopian you know sort of possibilities (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) but no like but um yeah because you were you your response was to take this and i think it was partly you know i take you know, responsibility for, for the way you interpreted what I was saying, because I was just loosely using things like saying technology, right? Because I, I mentioned that right. that learning should be decentralized. The problem is we don't have the technology for it, right? And I, I was saying that right. the difference between um, people who are more progressive regarding uh, learning and education versus those who aren't is the more progressive people believe that it's possible to develop that technology, whereas those who are more conservative or traditional or whatever, uh, they're you know they're pessimistic about that. They think that the technology right. that we have for learning is that's just the way learning is. But I didn't mean you know technology in the sense of like um, you know <laughs> blockchain, <laughs> you know, and tokens and nodes, the public yeah, ledger, those, those kinds of things. <laughs> uh, what I what I was referring to is more the way school is structured, right? Like like the right. way education right. is is structured. Like like for example. Like I would call testing a technology, right? Like standardized tests, yeah. a technology. Grades are a certain technology, and um, uh, curriculum, you know, is another technology. Like just referring to these things as like the the technologies that we apply, the tools that we that we use to um, do education, right? Uh, in order to do education in a decentralized way, would would require different technology right we can't do it with these tools it requires like a a different set of tools and just a different reference point anyway like a different paradigm um but yeah like you you took me to be saying that like you know the technology (laughs) it's there it's just in crypto right now and it needs to be brought into the world of education yeah Yeah. that's that's what we need yeah and and i was like i um you know like i I didn't even know how to respond, honestly. Like, I didn't tell you this before, Sean, but when I was listening to your recording, I was just thinking, um, should I tell him that that's not what I meant? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he's so far. Yeah, gone. like I don't, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I had to think practically, like, you know, what is, how does it make sense, you know, to to respond to this or just go with it, you know, and or whatever. Uh, but I thought, no, Sean can handle this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him that that's not what I meant, you know, and uh, and everything. And but, but yeah, so just to explain, like like what I was thinking was that uh, that yeah, the decentral. How could you decentrally verify people's learning? And now I have to, it's with a with a qualification that I don't mean verifying or recording uh, specific competencies like like what you were talking about. Because, right. like a comp- a particular compet- competency for a particular like job or task that someone has to be entrusted with or something like that. Like I do think that it's 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 appropriate for that to be um, coming from an coming from an authority. That, Obviously, yeah. you could run into like yeah. obvious problems <laughs> if that weren't the case. Yeah. Um, but but the problem with school that we've talked about many times is that we're treating 
so many things as as required competencies that are not obviously those. You know, they're not obviously or uh, self-evidently things that are actually required competencies of a citizen, however you look at it, a citizen or a human being or, you know, whatever. Right. And I guess I've been accused of normally uh, referring to math when I when I say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have a little sidebar here. Right, yeah. uh, that <laughs> to to point out that uh, one of uh, one of my colleagues who who you might might come on the show here uh, you know one day um, says that every time that <laughs> that John needs something this is the guy who helped me with the with the with the fake crypto but uh, he's a ma- he's a math uh, every time John needs a subject to pick on <laughs> he goes to right, math yeah. and, and that and that. Uh, and that he interprets John's comments as like a direct, you know, attack upon him as a math teacher. <laughs> Which I want to take this chance to say that that's, you know, I apologize It's if I've, you know, if I've given that impression or abused math as a subject right. in the past. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I don't feel that way. Like, I think math is important. And um, I think they're, they're obviously we need to reevaluate what we what our goals of teaching math are and things like that. But in no way do I think that. Uh, math is an unimportant, <laughs> you know, subject of learning, uh, and I appreciate math teachers. And you know, I, um, yes, I have a lot of respect. Okay, you're for good. Them. Yeah, you're I good. No now, th- now yeah. let's get back to so, the yeah, example so the ex- of throwing and math. Let me. So let me use like <laughs> in an English example. You know, then. Um, okay. So, for example, we could say that, um, and and curriculums do say these kinds of things, is that. Um, you know, students should be able to do um, a literary analysis, right? They should be able to read literature, uh, analyze it, uh, give evidence from the text to support certain interpretations that they have of the, of the, the work, right? right. Uh, I think that could be questioned of how important that is for every single student, you know, to, to show a, a particular level of competency in that, Um and and like when we say that this is something that everyone needs to to uh, demonstrate mastery of, this I think really creates a problem for us in education because it it uh, really uh, limits things in a way that you know we are you know I've expressed many times my opposition to that right and so what I mean by decentralizing it um, is that first we value just learning itself happening like. You know, beneficial or positive learning that meets the needs of the student, um, so that satisfies their curiosity or interest, right? And um, so the question is, how do we verify that that kind of learning is happening? It's not through giving a test or anything like that. Like the the process of of verification, which could be decentralized, is just um, testifying to the fact that what was motivating that student was their self-identification of, of what they need. Also, you know, combined with advice that they're getting from others, but it's based on on authentic need and based on, you know, authentic interest that they have in that thing. And if those two things right. are in place, then nothing else needs to be there for us to, you know, add that to the blockchain, <laughs> you know, and verify that this is this right. is a transaction that happened. This was learning that happened. Um, and, uh, and, and that doesn't have, we don't need like some, central authority for that right that is something that that the person themselves could could um you know give could say right 
yes. Right. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed this. I was yeah, interested so, in this. And I learned, you know, that's why I spent time doing this. And classmates could do that. The teacher could do that. And and actually, the, the more valuable uh, witnessing to that or testimony to that would be the people who are closer to the actual learning. Right. Right. Yeah. So the... the <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go dystopia. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> it's like, just I'm guessing. Like in my mind, I have this idea right now where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna present this idea, and then I'm afraid you're gonna hear it and be like, all right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm imagining report cards now that <laughs> that have uh, a field that's authentic need, right? Uh, as judged by the the school authority. And then, uh, you know, validation of, of achieving that um, whatever skill, right. whatever is, is put there. And, but then a whole nother, like, uh, part of the report that's authentic interests. Right. And then, like, what you're – and that's, like, up to the student, you know, to, 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 to self-report. Right. And right. so at the, at, the, at the moments where those two line up, where the, the verification of the, of the teacher or the school lines up with, like, the – the student's interest in the student's assertion of, of learning, um, then that's like, that's, that's right. <laughs> a plus. <laughs> right, right. And the, the, I was trying to get away right. from grades, yeah. but then I, I got brought right, right back right. to it. It's cause... Yeah. And the, the student's own identification of, of his or her needs as well. Like, you know, Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because the authentic need that uh, school's going to be pushing is going to be society you know based on society right, right? and Whereas, yeah where and, and like we have to be we have to start being like really honest about the fact that a lot of the things that we say students need <laughs> in society are not things that they actually need and this goes to the train right uh, allegory yeah. it, it's like we have diverted uh students pass and students tell us all the time oh, no i don't actually need that right and, a lot of times they're right. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you, you, you look at it on the long term and like the thing, uh, if you, you can't get married to a skill that they have to have right. because you just don't know what the future is. And they, they I think, have a better sense of what the future is going to be because yeah. they're, they're creating it. Right, yeah. And, you know, I would say it, it's, it's not only um, – it's not only that. It's, it's also the fact that um, – like I think we, as a society, we we are trying to identify things that that they're going to need. But what we end up like codifying and, and putting into curriculums is not the actual things they need. It's what we think will give them the things that they need. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. It's a level uh, removed a like, level of obscurity that doesn't need to exist. Right. Like like the literary analysis is a good example. Right. <clears throat> right. It is a good example. Like why do we? Why do we need to be so picky about like being able to engage in in like a very particular, very specific, you know, way of writing about thinking and writing and reading literature and producing a product that that has very strict, <laughs> you know, sort of expectations, right? Right. And how it's delivered. When actually, what we're really after, like, if, I think if, if you think about it, like, what's behind that that um, learning objective is the ability to. To read and understand, respond, to analyze, to to provide right. support for what conclusions that you you know, you come to, also to be able to appreciate uh, 
literature and culture and you know those those kinds of things like and so we say okay how do we make them that <laughs> right like how do right. we make them be able to do that right. we have to make them read we have to make them annotate we have to you know introduce right. these literary terms to them and make them use them and then you know we have to make them write essays yeah it's <laughs> we want them to read at a high level right. and to be able to analyze text and we give them difficult texts to do that so that hopefully that will translate into filling out your taxes each year. <laughs> right. I mean, like, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, it, it, it... And how often do we see that, that that actual thing that we want it doesn't get accomplished, even though they can right. they can jump through all <laughs> right. the hoops of, of you know, right. yeah. doing yeah. what we're literally asking them to do. Right, right. And the same, like, let me, yeah, yeah. And, and, go ahead. And obviously we want, like, and, and this, you know, this starts to hurt a little as, you, you know, English teachers <laughs> maybe, but, you know, we, we, we love the idea of, like, uh, students who are well-educated in the great literature, right. but um, but it's not enough. Like, e- even if that's a value that we have, right. it's, it, you know, we're always trying to kill so many birds with one stone, like English class. Okay, let's take care of all this stuff. Oh, and also make sure they appreciate great literature. And what's the goal? Like, like, what's what's the the yeah. goal for appreciating great literature? It's not that's not the end of it, right? Like, that's not the ultimate thing that we want out of that. It would be something more like a sort of appreciation for cultural legacy, right? And and uh, like, the, yeah, it's 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 or, a much or, more yeah, lofty story, thing, stories. right? Than just like knowing yeah. who Shakespeare was and when did he live and what did he write and who were his. Contemporaries, right. and- <laughs> yeah, you get into the the biographies of it. I mean, it, it is like I think there's something really valuable to uh, understanding life through story. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I need to be able to defend that. I'm just not going to do that now. But, <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, it's like that just requires reading stories and being like, oh, that's that's pretty good, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And like, <laughs> and then there's yeah, or, it, yeah. there's the pile on, right? Effect. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are we? We're getting away from our time. Yeah. Okay. So back to yeah, like the, so the decentralized verification of learning. So yeah, like the, what inspired me was that idea of it. You don't need this central authority to say that education happened or didn't happen. You might need that central authority to say that like a particular, you know, this person can do a particular thing or not do it, right? Uh, because there might be reasons for that person to uh, lie about that, <laughs> you know, uh, right. and there's there's consequences to to that as well. But if you know another thing that that's that goes along, you with, need credit. Well, I don't know if authority is the right thing. You need credible sources, right? Yeah. Are credible sources necessarily authorities? Uh, I guess it just depends. Yeah, you know, what you mean by authority, like you know, because by authority you could just mean someone who. Who know who knows and has the credibility to, you know, to verify that thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, because I feel like we're we're saying authority, and I'm starting to imagine like uh, an institution. Whereas, like you, uh, there there should be. I mean, there are people in the world, right, who could say, uh, who who maybe don't work for any institution, right, yeah. who could say, oh yeah, this person understands. Uh, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Quite well. Right. And like that should be enough. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that could be the teacher, even, you know, it could, depending yeah, it could on depending teacher. on the competency, depending on what right. it is. Um, 
But also, yeah, maybe there's always this situation where, you know, like this is another thing that drives me crazy is like there's an assumption that teachers can't be objective, which maybe there's some kind of empirical evidence of that. But yeah, <laughs> the way I dismissed empirical evidence there was I didn't mean it. To sound <laughs> <Yeah. that>. But <laughs> but why is this really such a big maybe deal? Is this really such, let's ignore. You know, <laughs> is this really such a big deal? I guess is my main point. Like whatever kind of right. bias a teacher might have towards his or her own student uh there's also the 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 fact that the teacher wants is more invested in the actual success of that student right so there's also a bias in favor or like like against um saying that they've learned something when they haven't you know right. so you could say there's a bias maybe in both ways they feel sorry for them you know i i think you know the bias like to to misrepresent the learning of the student probably only comes when you feel like the the way it's being validated or verified is is unjust in some way. Yeah. You know, cuz otherwise what yeah. what motivation would a teacher have to like, you know, think, you know, or yeah. or like represent a student as having learned more than they really did. Yeah, and it's sort of a part of the problem I think that you run into with the uh I mean, the the the, the idea of thinking about justice should be coming from a teacher all the time, mm-hmm. but but the, our system is killing that too. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> young idealistic teachers fast forward fifteen years, twenty years, and it's like they're in the grind. They're 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 just you know right. <laughs> process right yeah they're processing yeah. yeah. You know, every once in a while you see the news stories about teachers who you know helped students cheat on standardized tests. You know, right, or like yeah. did, did something <laughs> yeah, against yeah. like the testing rules or whatever, <laughs> right. which is <laughs> here. We, here we here's yeah. You thought what you said last week was controversial. <laughs> Let's go go ahead, John, because I, I I see where this is going. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I'm I'm uh, yeah. I'm just gonna say it. Like, okay, well, actually, what I was gonna say wasn't. I don't think it's that controversial, but definitely the way I could be interpreted here could be as taking a you know a right. Controversial no, I know. Stance, yeah. Which is, but I just want to say that that like, what are these teachers actually falsifying? Right, like like if if there's right. there's some dishonesty going on here. Now, one thing is is the moral the sort of what effect does this have on the you know ethical and moral development of those students? That's a different question, but that has to do also with you know. Um, you know, you could say uh, uh, civil disobedience, you know, like you could bring in different kinds of concepts in there that, that also um, uh, qualify that a little bit. But yeah, like, so put, let's put aside that, like that this is being done, you know, and it's it's going to have an effect on those students in terms of, you know, the uh, their attitude towards rules and, you know, and laws and things like right, that. Right, yeah. But yeah. like, if you just look at it in terms of the learning, right, one kind of... yeah criticism of these teachers could be that how are these students ever going to learn if you're letting them get by you know you're you're fooling the you know the the, the central bank of learning into thinking that they learned right. something right? right like cuz this is the actual this is our verification system and you're you're doing you know you're engaging in fraud right regarding right. this and but actually i think that's that's a nonsense criticism because it starts with the fact that the teachers don't consider this to be, you know, like, uh, I think, you know, as a teacher, right? I, I, I don't think teachers are really out to, you know, undermine <laughs> the, the learning, you know, the verification of the learning of their students, 
what they're doing is is that like either you know, I mean there's, there's different motivations for it. One has to do with the school level motivation of losing funding, you know, and things like that. Right. Another would have to teacher salaries. Yeah, teacher salaries. Yeah. Another would have oh, to do is, with like yeah. the individual student, like the consequences for the individual students um, right. that they might have to face. And and so it's really it's really just a way of I think avoiding what those teachers see as as the injustices of the system, right? The same way, you know, in the, we already talked about students cheating, you know, and academic dishonesty. But I think there's a lot of, right. you know, similarity between those things where uh, the, the question of why don't students see cheating as really, you know, that morally wrong, you know, or, or ethically wrong, uh, which I think by and large there's, you know, there's a big difference between their uh, moral evaluation of cheating on a test versus like stealing, right? Right. Yeah. No, the, for sure there's a, a significant change there, uh, or difference in evaluation. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is uh, um, <laughs> it's a tricky spot to, <laughs> to come in and, yeah. uh, and, and try to figure it out. But I, I think, yeah, I mean, your point is, is that if someone is like, if someone's operating in a, in a system, it doesn't have to be an educational system, in a system where justice seems to be of no like concern right. and like the propagation of the system is more important than justice then then that person is we're going <laughs> to i think not we John's going to find an <laughs> excuse for that person <laughs> yes yes and i think we could make a, a parallel here with with cryptocurrency too because a lot of the you know promotion of cryptocurrency also is a criticism of the sort of unfairness or or arbitrariness or you know it's sort of like um i think uh injustice you could say that's built into the uh like the current system and um so in that way yeah they, i think that's what kind of like i i saw a similarity there between the uh you know we could say decentralizing or democratizing spirit that as at least is in the rhetoric of cryptocurrency, I think there's it's debatable about you know in like the reality of it how how much that's there, um, and the you know you could say democratizing or decentralizing spirit of um, fixing education so that it's more um, you know putting more control more freedom more control in the hands of the students and giving them more freedom to to exercise those potentialities and, and uh, you know, energies that they have that would actually lead to real learning. Yes, yes. Yeah. John, yes. uh, give me like, keep recording, but give me like 10 seconds. Okay. I'm going to make a note here. All right. Note. Oh, no. The situation's falling apart now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I better wrap this <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. We should, yeah. um, I think we're in a good spot. Yeah.
there was Havana doing some authentic learning, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to go shut down my child from doing authentic learning. She had an authentic interest in dribbling. <laughs> it was definitely messing up my recording. So. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, sorry about that. No problem. But are we? Uh, um, how do we wrap this up? Um, you just say yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and I say an thanks for humoring me, Sean. If, John, John, I, I, I love everything you're saying. Yeah. If only we could put it in a blockchain. Yeah, tokenize it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like right. Then that would solve everything, <laughs> <Yeah>. obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You've got just the way to do it. The blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got just the dystopian outcome, <laughs> right? <laughs> suited to your needs. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, we certainly have given people something to think about. I hope, and and uh, and maybe we'll title this with crypto so that people click on. Yeah, it yeah. And, That'll be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, it won't be a pump for crypto. Yeah. So, but yes, crypto education. Crypto education. Uh, no, I, no. That's what I'll title it. That'll be, that's clickbait. Yeah. Know? I mean, not exactly. Decentralized. Not exactly. You can click on not that exactly. and then get, you feel like you, you got what it was saying. Oh, uh, okay. All right. We'll go with yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, decentralizing it um, and sort of, uh, you, you attending it's it's the same thing we always say attending more to like just matters right <laughs> than unjust matters yes. in education right and Sean can do no wrong in the classroom <laughs> <Yes. laughs> all all theories and principles can be adjusted to accommodate what Sean does <laughs> oh my god all right someone's at someone's at our door the dog's barking <laughs> all right <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, John, yes. uh, for interesting thoughts. And thank, thank you, you, listeners, for sticking with us. And, uh, yeah, look forward to our next conversation. All right.